0: Do you identify as an awkward person?
1: So uh, this is the time when, like, uh... I'm here to tell an awkward story, right? Welcome to The Awkward Show by Bandit Theatre. Bandit Theatre is Seattle's home of long-form improv Today, we've got Kaylee Nickerson and John Wachter back for the second half of their show. John is going to tell us a story today. Let's get right into it. John Wachter. Yes. Yes. Time for you to tell us a story.
2: Okay. I will just preface this story by saying that it does have a portion of it that should be used in textbooks as a example of what white privilege looks like. <laughs> but it, it happened. So I grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska. And just a long story short, when I was in college, this how, how big probably, is Lincoln? Oh, uh, Lincoln's probably 300,000 people. It's a now college. Town. Then, same, Yeah, same. So it has a it has that college town kind of feel that happens in like in a red state where you have a college town that has a a little liberal core but is just surrounded, you know? Man. Anyway, it's uh not probably relevant to this story, but anyway, so this is um, late aughts and I
1: Obama's president.
2: <laughs> Obama's still president. We're we're enjoying the Obama first term. I had a huge crush on a young lady. We had a bit of a a, a flingy relationship over a few years. And you're this roughly the, how old? I'm in my early twenties, 23, oh. 24. <laughs> and we're working at a restaurant together and we'd known each other since high school and such and we're so we're out one night and uh things all go well and we we end up back at her apartment and she lived with her sister in an apartment that was in a kind of a big old house that had been chopped up into small apartments and her apartment was on the second floor upstairs and then it had kind of a a long hallway and you entered the apartment and to your right you went down a long hallway to the back of the apartment where the bedrooms were and this was really it gets very hot in lincoln in the summer and they had no air conditioning so they really had these fans going to kind of create some air anyway we didn't care at the time we were young and horny and we got home and all those things that happened happened and we ended up in her room in her bed and asleep and i i just i couldn't have been more pleased <laughs> and, but i fell asleep and this is where the story kind of begins was so i wake up i had never slept there before i get up out of the bed and i have to go to the bathroom and i walk down the hall and being you know the middle of the night and i was tired and i was probably still a little intoxicated and i turn to the open the door that I think is the bathroom and I walk out and the door closes and I'm standing in the hallway of the apartment building and I turn around and the door is locked behind me and it kind of starts to dawn on me really quickly as I wake up that I'm standing in the hallway and the door is locked and I'm not wearing anything but my underpants, my boxer shorts (laughs) and the door is locked and the fans are going and she's asleep and her sister's asleep and i realize how noisy it is in that apartment they're not going to hear me knocking they're not going to wake up but i start to try and i knock and i knock and nothing nothing and it kind of immediately dawns on me that I don't really have a lot of options here. (laughs) I'm outside. I'm standing in the hallway of the apartment. I don't have any clothes on.
1: It's second floor you said?
2: Yeah, this is the second floor. So I'm Mm -hmm. in kind of a hallway of an apartment complex. You know, all the doors open to other people's apartments. And then there's a staircase down to the main floor and I don't, I can't really walk home. I don't have my keys. I don't have my cell phone, my wallet. I don't have anything. (laughs) Everything is behind this locked door.
1: And you you have to go to the bathroom.
2: And I had to go to the bathroom, which (laughs) seemed like the least of my problems at the moment (laughs) you know that feeling of like everything was going so well then everything is going so bad and I kind of walked downstairs and this old house had a big porch but it's an apartment so it has a light that's on all the time out there and I'm standing on the porch in my underwear and thinking like could I curl up on this porch and sleep until morning But I know that she's not going to be the one that wakes up in the morning. It's going to be some people walking by or other people from the apartment. I I, I was really at a loss. Like, what to do? And I just remember like being so panicked. Like, you know, I could walk home. Lincoln's not a big town, but it was probably almost a mile of walking back to my apartment that I don't have the keys to. So I walk downstairs and I go around to the back. Of course, I I peed in the bushes. Um, And then I walk around to the back of the apartment thinking, here's her window and I'm going to throw rocks and I'm going to wake her up and she's going to let me in. So I go around to the back in my underwear. I start throwing rocks and throwing rocks and she doesn't wake up, but her neighbor wakes up. And this woman comes to the window and... A little did I know that not that, not that they had people over that ended up outside in their underwear all the time, but that there was possibly people prowling around, or this woman was looking for people prowling around because she came to the window and immediately said, "I know what you're up to. You get the hell out of here before I call the police." And I said, "I don't know if you know. I don't know what I'm up to." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, "Okay, okay." I, you know, I was so scared because I couldn't really explain myself. I, I don't know what to say. So I walked back around the front of the house, and I kind of stood there and hid in the bushes. And I was just thinking, like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Like, I, I don't know where to go. I don't have an out here.
1: Does the front door of the building lock as well? Have you uh, made, no, put I, yourself outside of, out of that? No, or... okay. I can of the house.
2: still go back in the front door. It didn't have a security system. So, so, as I'm kind of hanging out in the bushes, and then like decide that maybe I'm just gonna go upstairs and sit outside her door until something happens, you know, and a patrol car comes down the street. And I don't know if this woman had called the police or if they just happened to be in the area. So they pull up and they stop and they get out and they start to walk up to the house. And I am standing there in my underwear and just say, how are we doing tonight? You know, in that kind of stupid question police officer way. How are we doing tonight? And I said, well, I'm not too good. And I, I tried to explain. I said, look, I'm here. I'm at my girlfriend's house. She wasn't my girlfriend, but I was you know, trying to make it sound more solid than it really, you know. Absolutely. Like, um, and I, I am locked out and I can't get them to wake up. And I just, and they, they start laughing at me. And I, I can't really blame them for that. It was a ridiculous situation.
1: But did that feel OK? Like, OK, I'm uh, going to be OK. They're not going to arrest me. or
2: I, I still felt like I was still on the hook because uh-huh. there's two of them. One of them kind of is hiding his laughter and the other one's like, OK, he's got a full <laughs> serious face on. So right, the one is. says, you know, OK, well, we'll take care of this. I will take care of this. And so he says, come on in. And we walk in the door and he says, which apartment is it? Well, it's up on the second floor. And I walk up there with them to the door and they knock on the door. And I said, look, they're not going to hear you because they've got a fan and a, they're sleeping. You know, we've been out all night. It's two o'clock in the morning. And and he says, all right, we'll take care of this. So he says, you know, the police officer knock that boom, boom, boom. Lincoln Police Department, open the door. Lincoln Police Department, open the door. They don't budge. They didn't hear it. But everyone else in the apartment building hears this knocking, and there's a police car sitting outside with its lights running. So every other tenant in this building comes out and sees me standing at their door in my underpants. And I've never met these people. I just I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. you know I don't know what to say. But it looks like there's some kind of horrible domestic disturbance going on at this building. These officers can't get them to come to the door. And finally, like they're like, I don't think they're going to come to the door. And I said, well, I could have told you that. He says, well, we can't just leave you here. And I said, well, you know, thinking that not leaving me here, the only other option is they're going to take me to to jail. They walk (laughs) me downstairs. And they say, I can see them talking to each other for a minute and stuff. And then finally, the one comes back and he's like, do you live close by here? I said, well, I live right downtown. It's probably half a mile. All right. Well, we'll give you a ride home, but you got to sit in the back and I got to put the cuffs on you because what? that's protocol. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, okay, you know, it's like, all right. So he puts the handcuffs on me and he's like, I'm sorry, this is, you know, if you sit in the car, you have to wear the cuffs. And I did. And I sat in the back and I just remember these two young guys, I like, sitting in the front and he just says to me, he's like, so what kind of music do you like? I said, well, that's not really on my mind at, at this moment, man. I don't know. The only other thing I remember him saying is like, you like Metallica? Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. He just starts playing Metallica on the <laughs> radio in his car. He drives me back to my apartment downtown. And I don't know to tell him, like, look, my keys are upstairs. There's no way I can get into my apartment. But uh-huh. I, I just say, thank you, officer. I appreciate this you know, sorry, you had to do this. um, Thank you for the ride. And they take off and leave me standing outside my apartment building, still in my underwear. (laughs) And a security door to my apartment building luckily has a a keypad. So you could get in with a code. And I get in with the code, you know, now it's, you know, four o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, I know the landlord, he lives in the building. And I can call him on the keypad. And I can say, you know, Joe, could you come down and let me in my apartment? But I realized, you know, I'm in my underwear. There's no way that this looks good, you know, so I have to spend a little time. Kind no, of no, it's all the good. Bullet. The cops just, yeah. dropped <laughs> just dropped
1: me off. just dropped
2: me off. I have to get my head around what I'm going to say to Joe. So I go upstairs and there's a shared laundry room and I go into the laundry room and it's at least warm and I crawl under the table, I lay down for about 30 minutes, just contemplating everything that's happening and deciding if I'm going to call Joe, who's a very nice guy and he's probably in his 60s. Uh, and, you know will look at me with kind of the judgment of a father if he has to open the door for this half-naked tenant you know at five o'clock in the morning and And I'm going to see him all the time. And he's always going to see me in my underwear, you know, and remember this finally at about five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. I can't live in the laundry room. I I have to live up to the consequences of what I've done. (laughs) And call Joe and he answers the phone and I clearly had woken him up. And I said, "Uh, Hey Joe.
3: um,
2: Yeah. I, I I lost my key. And um, could you come and let me in the door? I don't say anything else. And he's like, um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll be down in a minute. Okay. And I just stood at my door and he came down and I'm standing there in my underwear. And he just looked at me like, okay, <laughs> he just let me in. <laughs> you know, thankfully he didn't say anything, but I could see the judgment in his <laughs> eyes. You know, and I was just so happy to be home. And and I got in and, and laid down and fell asleep. But then, you know, day to this story is that my friend woke up to me being gone, having, you know, laid down at being in her bed when she went to sleep. She thought you'd been when raptured. when woke up in the morning, she thought I'd been abducted by aliens. Just, you know, your pants, your wallet, all of your things were just laid out on the table and the floor. You were just gone. I mean, I don't have any way for her to contact me because I don't have my phone. And so when I finally wake up and get dressed, you know, this was still an era that the beginning of the Obama era, you could still find a payphone every once in a while somewhere around. And I knew there was one in this office building. And I walked down there and the only number I had in my head was another friend of mine, Matt, that, you know, I didn't remember everybody's number. I called him and he answered, and I said, "Hey, it's me." And he's, "Oh my gosh, you know, Lindsay's been calling like everybody that we know, and looking for
4: you because she has no idea what happened to you."
2: I got a call this morning. She's wondering if you were abducted by aliens. I think she might have called your mom, but well, she didn't call my mom. But you know, I got a hold of her. I got all my things back, and you know, I I survived that night. But my my landlord never looked at me the same. I was there for another five years and you know the relationship didn't work out either but i you know i think there was more to that story than just one night so
5: john will you please describe the underwear that you were wearing it's <laughs> very different if it's like tidy whities or like boxers uh, like what's the deal with that door themed yeah john what
6: yeah, are you wearing? they were not
2: they were not tight they were a the underwear that i used to wear all the time they were a <gasps> loose calvin klein cloth boxer that luckily had they had the open fly but it had a button on it so you know wow the the risk of floppage was lower than you know usual so at least it was that it wasn't
4: Uh, you can be proud of that choice
2: (laughs) yeah i i felt lucky that i don't wear something more exotic that night (laughs) <laughs> or that I even put I had my underwear on. I could have been just burying that's, my soul out there. That's
1: that's a helpful piece <laughs> of information because I was sort of envisioning this as like the the most kind of calm and dignified uh, version of the TV show Cops, but that you were in wardrobe for it. Correctly, yeah, I think it
2: pretty much was. But you know, like I said, these cops uh, were very friendly to this man who was just running around in his underwear in the neighborhood
0: it does kind of sound like they were kind of good cop bad cop because then one laugh and the other just was like stone-faced
2: yeah the stone-faced cop looked like he was like look i didn't become a cop to deal with this kind of shit like (laughs) you know uh, i'm I'm wearing a gun because i want to use it i'm not here to (laughs) help out drunken kids that are lost in the neighborhood you know
1: especially not if they got laid
2: (laughs) right you know here we are out working hard and this kid just got laid
5: I see what you're doing, Bradley. You're decorating my car with roses to ask me to homecoming? Yeah, a likely story. I know exactly what you're doing. Get out of here before I call the cops on you, Bradley. Uh,
6: uh, 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 K- Kendra, I just, I, I, I didn't think you'd, you'd, you'd find me here in the parking lot doing this, but it's its roses spelling out homecoming on your car. I don't know how this is ambiguous.
3: Wow,
5: a likely story. You know what's the perfect cover for a crime? A romantic gesture. It may look like you're asking me to homecoming, but I bet you're breaking into my car trying to steal my CD player that my dad helped me
3: install.
6: I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I, I knew was, this, this might be like a boundaries thing, and I, I, I felt like it was a good idea, but I'm, I'm really sorry. I won't touch your car. Do you still okay. want to go to homecoming, though?
5: Of course I don't. With a criminal? With a criminal? You're
6: I, trying I to have steal not. you from me? I haven't even finished spelling homecoming. It just says home on your car.
5: Oh my God. And you know where I live. Wow. (laughs) You know what? I don't. Innocence is suspicious. Innocence is the perfect cover (laughs) for doing a crime. Okay? You can't trust anyone, especially not innocent people. Okay, Bradley?
6: You're really intense. I I just thought we had a good connection in Spanish class. And, you know, uh, know, I thought that, you know, maybe we... Go to homecoming and maybe have a good time and you know, yeah, maybe it could be more than Spanish class, but you're really intense.
5: Thank you. Don't try to butter me up.
6: I'm really not. The rose thing was me trying to do that.
5: Hmm. Hmm. Like putting
6: in a lot of thought and effort into a romantic gesture.
5: You think I'm overreacting? But
6: I just think you're reading the situation very not how it is.
5: Oh, like I you're saying I don't even know
6: how to break into a car.
5: Okay. You I'm know what? 16. You're saying that I'm pushing people away who like me by being suspicious. You know that's, what? Honestly, that's fair. That's a fair question. I'm sorry. You're really jumping
6: to conclusions very quickly.
5: You're right. Uh, I just, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I do this thing where I'm suspicious of innocence. Um, you know what? Why don't you have a seat? I'm going to go and get a couple Cokes from the fridge and you can sit on the porch and why don't we just sit and talk for a second?
6: Uh, okay. Okay. Okay.
5: Yeah. I'll be back one second.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh excuse me, this is the police. The police. I'm the police of this town and um we spotted from our our drone up above some uh <laughs> some uh, something that spells home. Home and roses. Excuse me, sir. Uh Mark is it? How Bradley. Do you know his that? name is Bradley. His name is Mark Bradley, but I remember last name Bradley. <laughs> Mark Bradley. Exactly what exactly what we thought. Yeah. So uh, Home and Roses is actually what the Illuminati use to signal a break-in. Um, oh my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Don't don't try and act otherwise.
6: The Illuminati know. does break-ins <laughs> <Don't> they control <laughs> world events by <without laughs> break into people's homes No
0: that's their whole thing No
6: the, the, the world
0: control Is actually a ruse To actually Just cover to- up for their home break-ins And why do you know this? Because I am the police of this town. It's my job to know
6: these things. (laughs) Yeah,
5: Bradley, the police know these things, like crime. You're not
6: finding it suspicious that this person just describes themselves as the police of the town, and they have a drone uh, above us that they're spying on us with, and I'm suspicious for asking you you to homecoming?
5: Well, their car is painted, hand-painted, in lettering that says, the police of this town. So (laughs) who am I supposed to believe, Bradley? Bradley. Yeah. I can't believe I was going to share a Coca Cola with you on my front porch.
6: Don't I know pl- it was so okay cute with two straws.
0: Don't let this man manipulate you anymore. If you know what, let let me take you home away from this person. Let me take you to a safe place. I will have to cut. Oh, this though. is oh,
5: this is my house. We're, we're at, at the front porch of my house. Oh, right,
0: um, right, 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 right. I knew that because I'm the police of the town.
5: <laughs> but you're right. It's not, but it's not safe here for me. I get what you're saying.
0: Yes. Clearly yes. this criminal followed me. But you're safe with me. I uh, I will take you to a safe place. I will have to handcuff you just, just for a protocol, but.
5: That's perfectly reasonable. Oh, here, your mustache fell off here. I'll just put oh, that back oh, for you. Thank
0: you. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. good, good, good citizen of this town. Good oh citizen. God,
5: thank you.
4: Oh. Wow,
7: that sex we just had was so bomb. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to give it to you. That was uh, that was pretty great. That was pretty Oh, yeah, and I know it's your
4: first night staying over here. So if you need to find the bathroom, it can be a little confusing. So let me just tell you where it is in case you need to use the bathroom.
7: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to get a UTI. So, yeah,
4: of course. No, you should go right right after I explain these directions to you. You should just go, especially because I'm going to front load a lot of information. So you might forget. So, yeah, uh, okay, you can write it okay. down, too,
7: if you need. I'll probably be fine. I don't. I'm, I'm sure I won't need to write it down.
4: OK, we'll we'll see about that. So one, it's a really long hallway to start. You're going to walk, walk, walk. You think it's going to be done. It's a little bit longer. When you think like it couldn't possibly go on any longer, you're about halfway there. Then you're gonna wanna take a right, okay? It's really, really important that you don't go left here, that you go right, and then it's left, right, left, okay? Second door on the left, right, left, right, (laughs) up the stairs. Down the stairs. Okay, then no. you're going to technically walk outside. It's still part of, like, the what? complex. <laughs> um, and then you're going to want to go through some double doors. And then it's down, down. Double doors? Down a third time. So you're going to be what? in the third sub-basement. <laughs> and, then, and then it's right there. It should be really obvious at that point. Should I do it one
7: more time? What? Okay, you're fucking with me. Okay, okay long, long, th- long th- hallway. You're fucking we, we cut me. to okay.
6: uh Casey going down the long hallway and taking all the turns, but at one point he, he gets to an intersection and doesn't remember if it's a left or a right.
7: Um it should, okay, so it was um it was right, left, right. Um You shouldn't have come here. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You what was that? took the left, the
6: left that you were told not to take.
7: No, I d- Okay, I, uh, I, whoever's there, just I'm just trying to look for the bathroom. Um, you can just like, oh, come out you won't actually, be like... finding any
6: bathrooms anymore. How do you think I got here? Can I see- what? what? Who are you? Can I have the
7: darkness. Where
6: are you? I'm clinging to the ceiling. I'm right Jeez above you. Hello.
7: Christ. 11.
6: Yes, my skin is translucent. I've lived
7: in the darkness for years. Are you? Are you crawling around? Are you using shit as, like, suction cups? Are you using your own shit as suction cups on the ceiling? Trade secret. Uh, But I was like you once, just having mind-blowing
6: sex one minute and then the next moment wandering for all eternity in search of a bathroom that was never to be found.
7: Okay, I'm just really confused by the architecture of this place. From the outside, I swear, it just looks like a two-story townhouse. I don't know what the fuck is happening here
5: corn starts uh, growing from the floor and turns the whole apartment building into a giant corn maze
6: and f- i'm f- still clinging the is- to the ceiling of the corn
7: maze do <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> you can just come down just you walk on the ground like i don't know I, well, I don't know what the fuck is happening i'm just I, okay well <laughs> I, now I'm I, I don't know if you've noticed but the ground is is the bathroom now that's what i was gonna say i'm just gonna piss here i don't I'm not gonna look. Whatever. I'll. I have some Purell in my bag back in the room.
8: The earth starts oh, shaking, and there's back. a there's a ground earthquake. And the it's not like normal shaking. It's like up and down, like a boat that's tipping on water shaking. What is happening?
7: Okay, I gotta hold the, the, on to these the, corn stocks to stay to stay stable.
6: The terrain gets very erratic around here. I highly recommend uh, sticking to the ceiling.
7: that's like your whole deal man find a new (laughs) play a new track at some
6: point you're the first person i've met in years who why the fuck do i care about anyone judging
7: me how are you surviving shit on the floor oh stick to the ceiling i see you're eating the corn okay i got it you're eating the corn (laughs) (laughs) what was that you you live here You, you you've been here for a while what was that tell me what that was so well, now I don't know.
3: dick while you pee.
7: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Russell, Russell, Russell.
6: Oh. oh, yeah, that's the that's that's the demon that bit off my dick when I tried to pee a few years ago. <laughs>
7: what the fuck? What is this? Where's Jeffrey? What? Why did oh, you, you, you hook up with Jeffrey like too? Isn't he great? <laughs> oh man, I, honey, I think I think he kind of sucks. I think if he left us out here like this, I think he kind of (laughs) sucks. Well, have you peed yet? You really don't want a UTI. (laughs) I'm definitely. Well, I do have to pee. Wait, no. I remembered. Do you want me to cut my dick off? That's that's not cool. We cut back to
4: Jeffrey's bedroom and Casey bursts through the door covered in mud and has taken corn husks as makeshift clothing and has some kind of corn stalk as a weapon he's wielding. <sighs> Casey! <sighs> also, side note, Jeffrey's in bed with some some new lover. Casey, oh my god, you're alive! C- Casey? Casey, say corn. something, you're scaring me. Corn Corn. Casey, we thought you were dead. You left in the middle of the night and all of your clothes and uh, and other things were lying out. We called your cell phone over and over again and you didn't answer. Where have you been?
7: I need Purell.
4: Oh, sure. Here, I've got a bottle of Purell.
7: They were out of hand soap.
4: In the bathroom?
7: Also, I'm a corn demon now. Casey, you went to the bathroom Two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, no (laughs) doy.
8: I'm just going to look past the fact that I'm here in only my underwear, and I'm going to ask for um, just everybody else to do the same as I present my dissertation, and I'm just going to ask for everyone just to listen to what I have to say, okay? So I'm just going to walk everyone through. My name is Christine and uh, here we go. We're going to start with macroeconomics and uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Kaylee, do you have a question?
0: Yes. I really applaud the confidence that you have to ask others to join you where you're at
8: mm, and not try you. to meet others
0: where where they're at. With that said, I am a never underwear wearer. I don't wear underwear. Okay. And that's okay. my truth. That's my truth. Okay.
8: So, um, great. I mean, feel free to join us in the state that you are comfortable in. I just, I had a quite a long day to get here to make this presentation. And so, you know, there's one thing after another. And I finally, this was the only way I was going to be able to make my dissertation presentation. So here we are. And I think, I think we need more
0: young people to be brave enough to have others meet them where they are. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you've you actually inspired me. You've inspired oh, me, an old professor of 60 years Great to live my truth. So I, I am going to join you, and I'm going to take my pants off, but there will be no underwear.
8: All right. Uh, so yeah. And anyone else here in the crowd, feel free to make yourself at home, be comfortable. I, and then- I, I would like to challenge you all mm. to make
0: yourselves comfortable mm-hmm. and to meet the student <laughs> where she is. Mm-hmm. Does anyone, anyone, will join us? Anyone?
3: <sighs> Cowards. Oh uh, well. Um. I suppose I'm a little bit tired. I uh. Didn't get enough sleep last night, and I have a neck pillow in my in my backpack, so I suppose I could get that out and blow it up, and maybe nod off a little during the dissertation. If you oh, really sure. don't
8: mind, I mean, yeah, just maybe if you could like keep your snoring to a minimum, so I can you know get my points out. But yeah, you're welcome. You please join me where you're at. Wow, this is
3: revolutionary in the economics department. Or are yeah. so uptight?
0: I know. So uptight. This is quite revolutionary. I, you know, I don't even think I need to hear the dissertation. I I think I just trust whatever you wrote down.
8: Oh, well, great. Well, I have these like 60 slides that I can, you know, share out after the fact. But if you guys are ready just to award my master's degree, I mean, I'll take that.
0: It's revolutionary work you've done here already. The best thing that has happened to economics to date.
3: The, the best thing, uh, the only thing that could really make it better I don't think sharing out your slides will be necessary but my mother used to sing to me a song about a bird when I was young to help me fall asleep perhaps you could sing a song about a
8: bird (laughs) oh sure Um, (laughs) or uh, any kind
3: of animal will do but a bird is the preference (laughs) just trying to think of a bird song (laughs) I've always felt connected to birds my whole life as a child Uh, one time I had a crow and I picked it up and I took it home Oh, did it recognize
8: your face? Because they're pretty smart animals. They are. Please sing the song. <laughs> uh, the only song that I can think of that comes to mind is, is Blackbird. Blackbird's sitting on the blah, blah, blah. You know that song? <laughs> um, um, Take your broken wings and bird to fly yes. all my life. I'm getting sleepy. yeah you are only waiting for a moment to be free it's something yes mommy yes mother Uh, (laughs) we just uh dab at the drool that's coming out of your mouth i just want to be able to hear you yeah this is a revolutionary dissertation
4: oh uh hey there buddy uh you got the time uh i said uh you got the time there buddy uh yeah, is it, it it's uh ah, this defeat. is a th- this is a mugging. You picked the wrong day to mess with the Illuminati. Now this is a gun <laughs> in my pocket. I want you to hand over your wallet and your
6: car keys. You have a waxed curly q mustache that you're twirling while you say I really can't uh-huh. take you seriously.
4: That's right. And just tell your friends that this
7: has been another crime from the Illuminati.
6: You're wearing a pyramid-shaped hat with an eyeball on
7: it. That's right. (laughs) Give him your cash. It's me, Bill Gates. Ah, (laughs) Bill Gates, my good friend and colleague here at
4: the Illuminati.
6: I'm starting to feel sorry for both of you, which is weird, because one of you is like a billionaire. Like, but do, do you one? need money?
4: <laughs> 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 You'll never know. The Illuminati
6: deals. It, it, it's the Bill. It's Bill Gates. Bill, I reckon one of us it's like only TV. tells
4: truths, and the other only <laughs> tells lies. <laughs> That's right. We need this money from your wallet to fund buying a bunch of spray paint, so we can spray paint Illuminati all over the city. Let them know we're in charge. Are Are you
6: okay?
7: <laughs> We're gonna paint the town blue, Illuminati blue. That's what everybody will say. A blue <laughs> You
4: see, like, we people get the wrong conception of us, so we've decided to take our criminal enterprises to the streets.
6: It it, it just seems like so elaborate and ineffective like you have a you have like an old-timey cannon and sticks of dynamite in a bag that you're carrying around like this is just like way more about style than substance it feels like
4: oh you're talking to us about style look at you normie yeah i'm norm waiting for core. the bus
7: she should be steampunk like us <laughs> yes bill gates <laughs> notable steampunk <laughs> it's us the illuminati <laughs> the steampunk
4: illuminati. Tell your friends. Um, small-time criminals tell
6: your friends you're- the
4: illuminati we're here
6: your umbrella made of gears is really cool, but like, here, I got, I got $23 in cash on me. I'm, <gasps> wait. I, no. I know it's not really going to help whatever's going on, but I just. 23? I, I
7: <gasps> The Jim Carrey movie. The Jim
4: Carrey movie that <laughs> oh, we funded. Oh no, let's uh, get just, out of here. That movie was a warning
6: to all Illuminati members. Bad number. It just happened to be the amount of money I had in my wallet.
7: Not today. I am getting away (laughs) on my flying
4: umbrella. Whee! And I am going to throw (laughs) down a little smoke bomb and run in the opposite direction. Poof! Huh. Uh, My first time being mugged.
0: (laughs) uh, uh, Excuse me, excuse me. Oh, no, not so fast, Mark Bradley. This is the
2: place
6: oh, of this town. Oh my god, it's you. You got away <laughs> from earlier. You got
0: away the first time, but not a second time.
6: I'm waiting <laughs> for the bus.
0: I know your Illuminati ways. Wee <laughs> wee. <laughs> We're under arrest.
6: the illuminati was just here do you see that you can mm-hmm. still see him he's flying on his steampunk umbrella with the spinning gears
0: exactly what illuminati would say now put your hands behind your back because i cuff them
6: the other guy's spray painting illuminati on the wall right behind you <laughs> that's right you'll never catch me capo.
0: oh oh ex- yeah they're illuminati right that's the illuminati would never say they're illuminati would they mark bradley
6: No, we wouldn't. I don't know. I I honestly don't think they're real. I think these are just poor, confused
7: people. Zunes for everyone. Catch them. Catch them. We cut
5: to the jail. Mark Bradley, you son of a bitch. I can't believe you stood me up for homecoming. Just because you got arrested for being in the Illuminati, I knew I couldn't trust you.
6: I could have sworn you rejected me.
5: I did. That doesn't mean I didn't want to go with you. Okay. I see kind of criminal thing about you, and I like that. Just because I'm suspicious doesn't mean I like that you do bad stuff.
6: Well, you know, now I'm, now I'm like a hardened criminal. I'm in jail. Are you are you like into that?
5: Yes, Mark Bradley. A lot. Kiss me so, through the like, bars, Mark Bradley.
6: Uh, okay. Okay. I, uh, my mouth barely fits. <laughs> oh
5: my <laughs> Suddenly God. Suddenly,
6: the back wall of the
4: jail explodes. Come on, Mark. Newest member of the Illuminati. <laughs> We're busting you out. <laughs> I knew I uh, shouldn't have trusted you. What's your name, young lady? Tanya. Taff. Tanya. Tell all your friends the Illuminati are here.
6: Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're Tanya, yeah?
4: I'm Tanya
5: Tass.
6: I've been calling you Kendra this whole time.
5: No, it's Kendra. It's Kendra Tanya Tass. Everyone in this town calls oh, me Kendra, their last name. My last name's Tanya Tass.
6: The two first names thing is really getting to me. Anyway, I'm sorry. My, My last, last Mark name's the Illuminati. <laughs> John, is there anything that you can support from you
2: guys? Well, you know, I'm in the reader, but I think we've had our last show that's
6: on the books. Um, I was trying I to look think... on the
2: calendar. There's always going we to be
6: more readers. This, <laughs> yeah, uh, check look out for the, the reader. reader. Yeah. yeah. The reader's immortal. Yeah.
2: yeah. It'll happen again when you least expect it. <laughs> and I'll be there. Yeah, otherwise i do other things with Bandit. i will be in Who's High and I'll be around the town. So come hang out with me, I'm lonely. Awesome. Well, thanks again for that
1: story. That was great. That was awesome, you guys. I I appreciate that. (laughs) I'd like to introduce the cast of The Awkward Show. Hi, this is Casey. I'm Mark, or is it Bradley? Jeffrey, or is it Bradley?
5: Sarah Kiley, www.hellosarahkiley.com. I'm Christine Edinson.
1: And Kaylee played in with us.
0: Kaylee Nickerson.
1: Okay, we're going to take about a month off, so this was the last awkward show for a little while. The cast has been great. Our guests have been amazing. I've been Chris Carter. Thank you for listening, and look for us in a month or so. In the meantime, go to BanditTheater.org, find us on Facebook or Instagram, and go see some live shows.
3: You like Metallica?